This week, we're rounding up some news from around the industry and recapping the kickoff to Summer Games Fest, the Sony State of Play. This is the Good Game, Bad Game Podcast. This is a song I wrote about the Good Game, Bad Game Podcast. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Good Game, Bad Game podcast. I'm your host, Spencer. Apologies for the health scare uh, that kept us from putting out an episode last week. Uh, it's our it's our first miss uh, in our career as podcast hosts. Uh, so there's a, a sad little streak that ended. Uh, but as I said, I'm your host, Spencer. With me is my favorite boy, my co-host forever, and nothing would ever change that, not even a planned bit over a silly bet. It's my co-host, Mike. Mike, how are you? You couldn't find another co-host, could you? I had some other stuff lined up, but I wasn't about to have the episode that we're about to have and these future episodes be one that was taken away to have i had it i had it planned for last week last week it would have worked really well i never ended up getting a a, a, co, a, a fill-in because uh well i didn't really have to worry about it um but i i had i had i felt like last week would have been a perfect week to do it the fill-in was disappointment yeah for and silence <laughs> for 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 uh, the unaware which is uh pretty much everybody's out of the loop of this this joke but uh so obviously we had the bet which did you beat metroid no i'm literally like on the same boss that <laughs> i was on when we first talked about this it's kicking my ass and then it is funny i was going to play yesterday mm-hmm. which obviously didn't matter because we're still outside the realm of the bet and uh i went to go play and justine had taken the switch to work oh. which shame shame on her for uh bringing a video game to work uh, when I was going to also play a video game while I was working. <laughs> she sabotaged. I love it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so we had this bet around whether or not Mike Mike could finish Metroid uh, in the month of May. Basically started at the beginning of the month and was going to run to the end of it. And <laughs> we set the stakes that whoever lost would have to leave uh, the, the podcast, you know, forever um they'd have to quit like a wwe for yeah him. yeah yeah like a, a, a i quit match um mm-hmm. uh so in this instance you would have been the one who quit so we would have started off last week's episode with you announcing that you didn't finish the game i would have had an intro for you and everything right then you would have announced that you didn't finish the game so we would have banished you to the shadow realm and we would have brought in whoever uh to be the new co-host and they would have just co-hosted for the week and my plan was to just have them you know highlight what they're excited for in these coming weeks with summer games fest um you know why they're qualified to be uh you know the new co-host and then this week we would have kicked them off of it because this week would have been the original episode 90 now that is going to be next week, and that is when we're going to announce the winner of the uh, the winners of the the giveaway. Um, so a ton of stuff gets moved around, um, and and so, but they they would have been on for the beginning of the episode, or maybe even a new co-host, as we keep trying to to figure out who can be the the forever fill-in, and then uh, ultimately it just wouldn't feel right, and then you 
Mike would be back and we would talk about the state of play and all this other stuff that we're about to talk about. So a bit gets kind of ruined because my lungs are still shitty. And that's the joke. And that's the joke. Hopefully that was easy to keep up with. Uh, Hopefully you could take notes and uh, it will be on a test later. So tell me about your weekend games. We past two weeks. What, like, what have you been playing? If you haven't finished Metroid, you've, you've had to have been filling your time with something else. Uh, moving. Oh, congratulations. Yeah. I, Oh man, what I've played. Um, I played a little bit of Madden past couple weeks. Um, kept playing watchdogs Two. And, uh, this is going to be weird. Okay. But are you familiar with drone racing? I am not. Okay. So people race drones. And there is a league. It's like the NFL for drone racing. It's called Drone Racing League. Um, they have a simulator. And it basically teaches you how to fly an FPV drone. Mm-hmm. Uh, which is incredibly difficult. And they have the simulator on Xbox. It's like 10 bucks. And Microsoft sent me like a $5 credit just because a couple of weeks ago. I was like, oh, I'm going to get that and try it out. I've put an incredible amount of time into that game. Yeah. Uh, I I don't, I mean, it's got to be at least somewhere between 15 and 20 hours. Damn. Um, So I played a lot of that. Uh, But man. As far as story games go, there have been a couple times I went to go play. Um, I was going to jump back into Cyberpunk. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's packed. Um, man, what else? That honestly might be it. I, I The past two weeks have been rough. We're getting ready to move at the end of the month. So I haven't played a whole lot. Which moving uh, in and of itself is kind of a game. Yeah, yeah, it's uh I mean they make games about it. Oh, so okay, let's frame it this way. I've been playing Get Packed. Ex- ex- exhilarating. Yes. But like let, let me know if you get a 1000 gamer score or a platinum. I don't know what system you're playing it on. Honestly? <laughs> uh I I just want to beat the game. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not looking for perfection <laughs> or completion. <laughs> Love it. Um all right. Yeah. I kind of hope things break so then I have less things to move. Yeah, of course. Yeah. You will be, um, since half of my gaming life is me watching games at this point, um, you'll be happy to hear that I started watching Justine play Bug Stacks. Oh. Oh, oh. Yeah. Let's talk about it. It's a great game. It's interesting. Um,. I didn't realize that you were like catching these things to feed to basically fuzzy Christopher Columbus's. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So damn. When you put, would... when you put that spin on it, I'm not that big of a fan of the game. Everybody. Okay. Yeah. I, I, uh, here's, here's what I'm going to do. If I ever play it, um, I'm just gonna not do anything. I'm just going to enjoy the Island. Enjoy the, Maybe enjoy pet- the nature. <laughs> Maybe catch a friend or two to go around with me, and uh, that'll be it. I don't think you'll get very far, but... Uh, I can't even look at strawberries anymore. <laughs> like, real-life strawberries. 
<laughs> oh man, I haven't I haven't played uh, the Isle of Big Snacks yet, the the expansion for it. So I'll have to I'll have to hop into that. But man, I I really did enjoy Bug Snacks. Uh, what what is your favorite Bug Snack? Um, probably a Snoopy Banoopy. <laughs> I don't think we're that far yet. <laughs> I think that's no, what I'm stoked. I think it's like a banana split, and I think that's what it's. I think that's what it's called, and it looks like a banana split. It's like a caterpillar, but it's like ice cream scoops. Um, gotcha. And I think it has a yeah. I think it's called a Spoopy Banoopy, a Scoopy no a Scoopy Banoopy. I don't yeah. know what I said the first time, but I think that's what it's called. So yeah, I Sounds just like it for the name. On the Jersey Shore, they're um. trying to think there's another there's some there's some like cool ones uh like as you get like further into the game that are like obviously really difficult to catch and stuff like that and so then you have to like really think about i, I think that's why i liked it so much is because you had to like come up with these creative ways of and and if if you caught it then like that's all that really mattered like there might be an easy way to do it or like a more straightforward way but you can like launch the trap sometimes and like while it's in midair quickly like close it and like catch something that's in the air and like if that's how you do it that's how you do it and so mm. like that was that was also like what i think made the game so much fun for me was that like it didn't really matter like you could just kind of rush into it and the first thing that came to mind if it worked it worked and that i just thought was really neat so good game i i thoroughly enjoyed it i hope they make a second one Seems like they probably will, based on how popular it was. Yeah, I feel like it did pretty well. So, felt like doing it was well good. now. It's on Game Pass. Yeah, felt like there was good fanfare around it too. And yeah, I'm sure seeing how it does on there and like in terms of numbers and stuff like that should should hopefully uh, push for them to at least consider it. So, if they haven't already. Um. Also, funny that you mentioned uh, Cyberpunk, because I did jump into Cyberpunk. Oh, yeah. Earlier today, jumped in for about two hours, I think. Nice. Uh, so I like, completed a whole side quest and started like dipping into more of the main quest. Um, I'm up to like 20... I have like 25 hours into it, but I haven't touched it since since MLB came out, I think. So... That's been like basically two months. So getting back into it's going to be a bit rough, but my hope is to keep like pushing to get back into it. And then hopefully I'll head down, be able to finish it. Uh, Cause I want to get that done before Saints Row comes out, um, which isn't until August. So I don't think that should be an issue. Uh, mm -hmm. I just kind of looked at the calendar though and realized that time was starting to run out. So I didn't want to push it off for too long. Um, and also a week from now when we're recording uh i will most likely have dipped my toes into the new playstation plus uh tiers so uh bit of a hurriedness to getting through cyberpunk so that way i can kind of start to experience and enjoy that new uh service to its full extent 
Did you decide which one you landed on? I think I'm just going to do the middle one for now. The one that has like the PS4 and PS5 titles. Okay. And just see how much I like that. And then like if I, if I see that there are a lot of like retro games um, and I guess I think the cloud aspect is like being able to stream. I think that is locked behind the highest tier, but I can't remember for sure. Um, yeah, I think it is too. So if I think there would be like a good benefit to that, uh, then maybe I'll think about upgrading. But I think for now, I'm just going to upgrade to the middle tier and just roll with that. Which I think that that's the one that I, I feel like makes the most sense for the most people. But maybe I'm wrong. Maybe people really, really want their retro games more than I realize. Yeah, that's one of those things that's hard, you know, if I were in that situation, because it's like, I don't know how much I would do the retro games. Right. Not enough to pay extra for it, knowing that I have a PS2 and a PS3. Right. And knowing that you have to stream those, we'll see how reliable that service even is. Well, you have to stream the PS3 ones. Right. I don't think you have to stream all of the PS1 and PS2 ones, though some of those are stream only as well, I believe, if I'm remembering correctly. But every single oh. PS3 one is stream only. Yeah, I would imagine the PS2 ones probably would be too because the PS2 used a cell processor, which was the reason that you have to stream PS3 games. Hmm. Maybe, maybe they had already remade some that work with a regular core processor i don't know yeah i am also not 100 percent sure so i'm i don't know I'm, I'm excited for it though um and something that was talked about that we'll talk about a bit at the state of play has me kind of excited for the service um i think i know what you're talking about yeah and uh has me hopeful just given how sony is you know mm -hmm. So uh, leave it at that. Leave that as the little tease. But before we get to the elephant in the room, the thing that we, the the big thing from this past week, like I said, it kicked off Summer Game Fest, which that was a surprise to me that State of Play was actually being considered a part of that. So um, Sony was more than happy to let E3 die and then more than happy to join the big lineup. Um, so dumb. I hate that. <laughs> which also E3 is apparently going to be back next next year. Uh, that's what they always say. That's what they say. So physical and digital uh, experience is, I think, what they said. Um, but before we get into the state of play, uh, you have some quick hits to discuss. Yeah, the first one was really just a, a really quick thought before we started recording um, around Apple. Uh, they had their WWDC this week. Uh, not where in the world is Dan Cliff, as I like to call it. <laughs> uh, it's their worldwide developer conference. Uh, if you're not familiar, they tend to just show. Uh, this is usually where they show like the first bits of like the new Mac OS, the new iPad OS. I think usually the new iOS. Mm -hmm. um, sometimes they show new hardware. This year they showed uh, at least new uh macbook airs uh i can't remember if they showed new macbook pros or not and then they showed uh this stupid little clip that you can put 
on your MacBook to use your iPhone's back facing camera as a web conferencing camera. <laughs> in about the least Apple move I've ever seen in my life. Um, but anyway, at this conference, they spent about, I think it was only four or five minutes talking about gaming. Um, Apple's working on a new version of Metal, uh, which uh, I can't remember exactly what year it first started. Um they first uh, released that. I think it was around like the iPhone 5 around that time. Um, but basically what it is, is Apple's version of DirectX. Um, and it's it's just the toolkit that allows developers to uh, basically optimize Apple's hardware to run games. They showed... A couple demos. One was Resident Evil Village. One was No Man's Sky. Uh, and they just kind of showed the upscaling that can be done. And they're showing this as a way of getting AAA games to Mac, uh, I guess, Macs and um, iPads. It's basically anything that will run uh, the M2, well, the new M2 chips. Uh, just an interesting release. Every now and then Apple does this and it's like, oh, are they finally getting serious about gaming? Mm -hmm. And then they say that, oh, the first games will be Resident Evil Village and No Man's Sky. And everyone's like, oh, okay. They're just... <laughs> I it still doesn't seem like they're taking it seriously. We'll see how this goes. I don't see people like unless it's super easy to translate from DirectX to Metal. I don't see developers really caring. I hope it. I hope it is easy. Like I hope it's easy to port and Apple doesn't do Apple things and mm -hmm. make it obscene. Right. But we'll see. Because, like, I mean, Apple, what, like, what, what's, like, always so, at least in my opinion, great about Apple products is typically, like, the display, the screen. Mm -hmm. it, I mean, it always is just the colors and everything like that is always just so amazing. Um, and, you know, you think about just how games would look on it and, you know, uh, they've just never tried. And like you said, every now and again something kind of pops up and you're like, yes, finally. And just makes too much sense. Of course, Apple's going to get into games and then they don't. Um, so yeah, so hopefully this is it. But again, it, it's, it's just, it feels too, uh, too typical that, you know, some, a few, you know, big games, you know, games that have been out now for a, a year, if not more, will, come and be playable but that'll really be it it won't like stay up to date really is kind of how this feels so we'll see but it's funny because people still want an apple gaming console like there's there's a really niche audience that wants that or they at least want like apple tv devices to be to have a uh, i don't know you call it a pro option mm -hmm. so it could run games and uh, 
Yeah, I don't know. I just don't think that you that Apple can be taken seriously until they make a move like that. Um, yeah, is the MacBook Pro powerful enough to run these things? Probably. Are iPads getting to that point? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So do they really need like a physical console? Probably not, especially if it's just running on their own silicon, the M2 chips, because they're basically the same across the board. And they are impressive. Like mm-hmm. They're setting themselves up that they could have really impressive experiences on an iPad uh, or on an iPhone. Like the things that they can do with their chip is nuts. But again, it just feels like there's no backing for the platform. Mm -hmm. So we'll see. Um, And then another little piece of news that came out a couple of days ago was that, uh, the Xbox achievements for GoldenEye 007 Remaster were found online on the uh, actual Xbox website. I think Wario 64 is the one that's being credited. Video Games Chronicle and Wario 64 uh, somehow found the screenshots for the achievements for GoldenEye 007 which for those of you that aren't familiar was made for the Nintendo 64 by rare, which Microsoft has since bought. So yeah, now people are speculating that, uh, golden eye 007 remastered is closer than we think. Which is interesting because again, this, this like piece of news coming out at this time, right before mm-hmm. events where, you know, it's reasonable to believe that something like this could be uh, shown uh, and I think would would get some serious positive attention. Um, that that all just like leads to it. they're just feeling like there's more validation to it. And obviously we won't know until, you know, next week when it either is at Xbox's showcase or Summer Games Fest or it's not. Um, but yeah uh i think like i said i think a lot of people would be uh pretty excited about this i feel like golden eye is like the creme de la creme uh when people talk about a nostalgic game it always feels like people are bringing up golden eye or a james bond game in general um Mm -hmm. as like uh oh i just remember you know me and my brother or me and my friend we would just play it all night long and uh it always seems to be like i said like golden eye or or a james bond game um so i think yeah i think it, it makes sense for them to do it um and now we just wait and see yeah i'm pretty excited i actually found a copy of golden eye for the 64 a couple of months ago at a local game shop and i played it and i was it there was... that was like a year ago yes. almost at this point oh my god was it really yeah fuck <laughs> <laughs> i'm sorry i'm sorry i had to i i'm sorry i had to drop that knowledge bomb on you. i was thinking it was like november or december <laughs> at the very latest um, <laughs> i think it was, it was like july <laughs> oh god um so yeah have that played it um so you saw it mm-hmm. uh definitely not meant to be played on a 60 something inch tv in the year 2021 so, in the year 2021 <laughs> uh but it's still like once you get past that, it was still fun to play. Oh, I'm sure. So I'm excited to see. Um, 
I do think they're going to talk about it on June 12th or whenever the Xbox event is. Yeah. And uh, I think it's going to be one of those things where it's like, and it's available right now on Game Pass. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I could totally see that. I just think since this was actually on the Xbox website uh, and it's a it's I mean, it's a remaster. It's like they are doing anything and this isn't meant to put it down at all, but they're not like writing a story. We've talked about this before. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know. I think uh, I think it'll be out. I think it'll come out next week. Yeah, Dead Ringer for that. I love, I love it. It's a great prediction. Okay, and then uh, Kojima. Good old Tom Henderson. So I actually found this story because of uh, Mason Sherbert. Uh, I saw a tweet that was like him responding to I don't know if it's him responding to Tom Henderson or just uh, tweeting on his own, but it's like me and Tom have had our differences, but you know, if data is credible and it's found like journalists have a right to make it public. And uh, that had to do with uh, Tom Henderson writing a report that Kojima's horror game is currently dubbed overdose. And he posted this report and he got almost an immediate cease and desist from Kojima. <laughs> and he told him to screw off. So, uh, yeah, interesting stuff. I think it's, uh, you know, it, it obviously says something when a developer tells you to take something down because it's probably right. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he uh, kept it up. Yeah, it's uh, very interesting. Uh, a lot of people had uh, various takes about this. Um, I saw a lot of people saying that uh, in the current climate of journalism, uh, I forgot who exactly said it. it might have been Imran or... I think it was Imran. I think he said... Uh, like. In, in today's journalist climate, I would refuse to sign an NDA. Like anything that anything that I'm going to see that requires me to sign an NDA, I'm just not going to do it because the because you like as a journalist, you always want to be the first person with the report, mm-hmm. and then you have this like internal battle of like somebody's going to beat me to it, you know, whatever. So. Uh, crazy times in like the media world that we live in um because constantly stuff is just being leaked and leads to sometimes events being spoiled like you know these events that are coming this week um you know it's so hard for for companies to keep something buttoned up that like they're working on truly because of just how things are it's bound to get out there so a lot of times they end up trying to beat it to the punch. Um, so yeah, a lot My of thing is go ahead. No, no, no. I, just a lot of interesting, uh, you know, how the world works, uh, right. specifically, you know, gaming and journalism and stuff like that going on this past week with, with this. Um, but very exciting. Uh, some speculation that this might be the, uh, you know, rumored Xbox exclusive that Kojima was potentially working on, uh, though we've never heard definitive that he like signed an agreement with Xbox. 
Um, but a lot of people are kind of pointing that this might be it, especially because we do know that Death Stranding 2, Death Stranding, right? That's the Norman Reedus game. Yeah. That that is, in fact, like happening. Um, and that would most likely, I would imagine, be on PlayStation again, but could be wrong. Maybe Overdose is Death Stranding 2. Who's to say? So he said in his article, early footage that has been sent to me under the request of anonymity and not anonymity, anonymity, anonymity. I don't know if he spelled this right. Anyway, anonymity, anonymity. I don't think I've ever seen it spelled out before. And that just made my brain go. Nope. You don't know how to say this. Oh no. Um, Seems to show Mama from Death Stranding wearing a blue dress. The game, however, does not appear to be Death Stranding 2. Right. And just was the actress who portrayed Mama. Um, walking through dark quarters with a flashlight in third person. Is this uh, just PT? Yeah, no, this is just Kojima. Reskinned PT. Yeah. Um... Yeah, it's interesting. I, I mean, if you're if you're Kojima, like you can't blame the journalist. Like you have to look inward. Yeah, and you know that this this is going to be tomorrow, or if you're listening to this day of release today, is Summer Game Fest, and you just know with how Jeff Keighley and Kojima, with how tight knit they are, this was absolutely going to be shown, is going to be shown, right? Like. I have very little doubts. And so, you know, I'm sure Kojima really wanted it to be there first. Uh, so that way Jeff Keighley could say, and now we have an exclusive first look at a new horror game from Hideo Kojima, from legendary video game director Hideo Kojima, something like mm-hmm. that. You know, that's Jeff Keighley would drum it up. Uh, and then, you know, it would show the 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 footage and people would go absolutely insane um and now he can't really say that because good old tom henderson friend of mason sherbert beat him to the punch said take that jeff got your ass we're not gonna have another games fest where jeff keely's just creaming his shorts over one little preview (laughs) uh yeah, uh, Kojima. I mean, he does he does good games, right? So that's what people like to say. I'm sure, people are very excited. I haven't even played Death Stranding yet, so um, this is just coming out so people can review bomb the Last of Us TV show and say <laughs> return it and get Death Stranding. <laughs> oh, get reskinned PT. <laughs> um. Yeah, a lot of, lot of craziness over that. Um, so I look forward to seeing seeing it uh, tomorrow. Yeah, allegedly. Um, I think that's it for the quick hits, right? Yep. So the last, call it the, the final quick hit that kind of leads into the state of play um, that we just want to touch on real quick is Ben's Studio. Um kind of rebranded they have a new logo um and they uh 
had a post on the PlayStation blog talking about uh, kind of a new identity for for Ben's studio and touched on the fact that, you know, they're working on a brand new IP that's set to build off of uh, Death Stranding. No, no, day's gone. I knew I was going to do that. Um, If you look at the logo, there's kind of like two hashes that are like leaning. Um, So if you ask me, I think the uh there's a little bit of smoke and mirrors going on here um and i think that that is very clearly telling me that uh they're working on days gone too i think it's just the mountains around deschutes river but i don't that couldn't possibly be it because uh a day when a day passes, what symbol do you use to signify that a day has passed? An X. An upside-down triangle, exactly. So, I don't know. <laughs> I'm just saying. Um, no, they, they, they are looking to build upon the open-world systems of Days Gone. Um, the new IP, uh, they confirmed, will have multiplayer feature. Uh, I'm kind of, like, in my head getting this, like you know, survival multiplayer type game where resource management is super important. Um, you know, taking some of the the stuff that was done fairly well in Days Gone uh, and just polishing it more, which is what they would have done in a sequel if they would have had the opportunity. But no, Sony had to take that from them. Um, but I think this is exciting for Bend. Um I think I'm in all seriousness hoping, you know, the the further we can like get away from days gone um, and kind of just put that like behind um, mm-hmm. and continue to like just have them move forward and show like what they can do next, because I really do believe uh, in their capabilities. Um, and so uh, I look forward to whatever they, they come up with. Um, I don't think they are going to be showing anything really anytime soon. They didn't really point to that. They kind of just said like, uh, uh, they'll they'll reveal it when the time's right. So, uh, you know, again, I think that kind of rules out you know this coming week um, with anything. But nonetheless, uh, when the time is right, I look forward to seeing it. Yeah, well, I mean, PlayStation had banger after banger in their state of play last week, so they might as well hold off for some of these <laughs> other games for next year. <laughs> But in all seriousness, <laughs> I'm I. It's kind of funny. Bend has been one of those studios where it's like with all of those studios that PlayStation closed in the past couple of years. Why wasn't Bend one of them? Mm-hmm. If Days Gone was as much of a failure as Sony at large said it was, mm-hmm. like you're seeing. I mean, we I think we use this example pretty frequently, but Japan studios like infrequent games but you know when they come out they're pretty solid they shuttered or at least downsized significantly right um and bend has had like i don't know two original ips in its existence and most of them were in the playstation one playstation two era and days gone which you know like i said they consider to be a bust um so i was i was pretty excited when i saw that uh 
they came out with the new logos. It's like, okay, well, they wouldn't take the effort to do that um, if they were closing. Right. Um, but I was disappointed that they said, we have a new logo, and it didn't have a rainbow in it. <laughs> and they announced it in June. Missed opportunity. Missed opportunity. Because what does a rainbow have? It has a bend. It does. <laughs> bend Studio, not Straight Studio. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. I'd say and that's good. It would show how self-righteous they are, too, <laughs> and how much they support a cause by changing the color of their logo. Anyway. <laughs> There's something on your mind you want to talk about? No, I'm just repeating what I see on Twitter. Oh. I'm trying to relate with people. I gotcha. You're trying to relate with corporations? No, I'm trying to relate with people who get mad at corporations changing logos to rainbows in June. I mean, it is just pandering. Yeah. All right. (laughs) Good. All right. So we're on the same page. Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> um, yeah. So. Uh, uh, so yeah, I'm also excited for Gaze Done Two or Gaze Done One, whatever. It's not Days Gone. No. All right. Enough of this. Um, that would be hilarious. Would it? I don't know. I don't either. <laughs> I don't know what's happening. <laughs> oh, all right. They came out with a new logo in June. What else do we have to talk about? Nothing. Them and everyone else. <laughs> <laughs> Why is this news? All right. Tell me about the state of play. Yeah, let's jump into the state of play. <laughs> I thought the state of play was, uh, let's. I would say it was the perfect kickoff for the events to come. And the reason I think that is because it wasn't like it, it didn't it wasn't it wasn't amazing, but it was it was good. It was very solid. And I think like that's what you want out of like the lead, because if it comes out and it's like too big, then it kind of like dwarfs everything else. Um, but I feel like it's like the per- it was like the perfect like fanfare and lead up into what is going to probably be the big event tomorrow summer game fest and then on the 12th you kind of get your chaser with xbox and bethesda um having their little like event um so with that uh a lot of it was uh very heavy on uh psvr uh or psvr 2 i should say um content that's going to be coming out um they kicked off the event by uh with uh, resident evil 4 remake uh announcement uh which then at the end had the little you know psvr2 uh gameplay or content will be created for that so you got that then resident evil village uh is getting a, a psvr2 port uh, Walking Dead Saints and Sinners Retribution, so a uh, sequel to uh, the first, I think, first only uh, Walking Dead game that was in VR. Um, you know, that uh, Horizon Call of the Mountain, which was uh, announced that that was being worked on when PSVR 2 
was announced, I think. You can correct me if I'm wrong. Um, and so you kind of got to see like what that's going to look like uh, and stuff. So I thought all of that was pretty exciting. Um, I think, you know, showing that there's going to be, uh, you know, stuff upon release when the hardware, you know, hits the shelves is super important. Um, or, you know, that it'll be like waiting in the wings, basically. Uh, and so... I, I would say this was a pretty solid start and I, I look forward to, you know, what, you, what else they'll bring to uh, VR. Yeah. That was the one thing for me that was really promising with this event was all of the VR love mm -hmm. uh, that they gave. I, you know, I've settled on here before that that will probably be the moment I really start pushing for a PS five because that's the differentiator for me. Right. Um, I loved PSVR. I know that's kind of an uncommon opinion, but um, I really like the platform. Obviously, you get the Sony uh, stories that go into it, which is not something you can get anywhere else. Uh, and I honestly just think they do such a good job with it, and they will... I, I think we'll see with this generation of VR that they are really a leader, as long as they can get hardware in people's hands. Yeah, that's going to be the important thing, for sure. Yeah. Uh, so I'm I'm excited by that. Um, I am excited, even though I'm not a huge uh, Horizon fan. Call of the Mountain looks pretty cool. Yeah. Um, you could pretty much put me in any game world, even though I, I'm not the biggest fan, and I'll still play it if it's in VR. Yeah, it's that much more immersive. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, that that's exciting. Uh, amazing that No Man's Sky was teased for PSVR too. Yes game that won't die no never i forgot i forgot to mention that um yeah. but yeah so i mean that was how they kicked it off ton of vr uh specific content uh which i thought was really promising i think that's really good to see uh they then followed up uh with uh some you know updates to horizon forbidden west um I think they added like a brutal mode or something like that. I don't know why anybody would want to do that, but power to you if you do. Uh, and then another huge step for Sony, like again, all these promising things that Sony's doing. Spider-Man, the game that I think a lot of people were like, that'll never not be on PlayStation, is coming to PC. Um, I think during the event, they only announced that it was going to be like Spider-Man Remastered. I think I saw somewhere else that Miles Morales will follow thereafter. Um, that's super promising as that now leaves, I think, just The Last of Us um, as like a big one. Ratchet and Clank, uh, you can help me out if, if I'm forgetting, but like God of War has made the crossover. Yeah. Horizon made the crossover. Uh, Death Stranding. Um which I think that was always going to be on PC, but I can't remember. Yeah, that was a PC and PlayStation release. Gotcha. Um, Did Detroit become human? I feel like that might have been one of the first ones that went to PC. Yeah, I think you're right. Um, and Uncharted 4 and Lost Legacy. Uh, I don't think they're out yet. I think that's in like a week or so. Those okay. will be coming to PC. Uh, so it's not all the Uncharted games, which is kind of a bummer, but still uh i think that just shows a lot of promise that like they're trying they're doing it so 
Um, you know, I'll, I'll still be shocked if and when they announce that Last of Us will be on. Um, and I'm not going to hold my breath that it will for sure. But uh, it's promising nonetheless. That was the first thing that I saw from all of this. That was like public opinion was PlayStation diehards getting so mad that Spider-Man was coming to PC. Dude, I, you know what? I, I literally love the move so much and I don't understand why anybody would be upset, especially since the game has been out for so fucking long. Right. Like, so if, and I, I'm totally fine if they continue to do this approach of like, if you want to play the game, the best time to play it, like if you want to play it when it comes out, the best way to do that is going to be to have our system. Mm-hmm. But if you're willing to wait three, four years, yeah, it will eventually get it over to PC. And right. I think that's amazing because if people are willing to wait because they want to play it on PC or like that's just their preferred or they don't want to get the console or whatever, they at least still have the opportunity to play the game, which is huge. I mean, I, I, that's all I care about. I want people to play the game more than anything. So yeah, like I want people to buy a PlayStation so they can play Last of Us. But if they announce that they're going to move Last of Us to PC, I'm going to be so stoked because at this point, I just want anybody and everybody to play the game. That's all I care yeah. about. You know, as a console player, you're going to see benefits from that too. When you know the game revenues are probably a third as high as they would have been if they weren't on PC, because right. you know they're probably I think they sell them for you know at least twenty dollars, depending on how long it is from when the game came out on right. console to uh, when it got on PC. But they're probably still selling for pretty close to the price they sold at when it first came out. So like that's double or not it's probably not double, but it's probably a third more of the investment into that game series. So you're probably likely to see bigger and better sequels. Right. Yeah. So, yeah. And it's a good move for them because you give people like, you know, it's like the whole thing of putting Coke in, like putting cocaine and Coca-Cola because you get people addicted to it. Drinking Coca-Cola right now, actually. Yeah. Bet you are. You, you fucking, it says original taste booger sugar uh fiend uh <laughs> but you get people what? to play the game you get people what? to play you get people to play god of war on pc and they're itching for the sequel because they know it's right around the corner and they're like shit i'm i gotta get my hands on a playstation because i gotta play it as soon as it comes out like it's a it's a great move it's a no-brainer and and smart move for sony to do it do the slow release who cares you're more likely to probably get somebody to make that rash decision to jump in so that they can play the game after it like just comes out i mean it's it's no surprise like they're kind of doing that with spider-man because spider-man 2 is going to be coming out probably next year i don't know if we know for sure but i think 2023 would make sense so i think it's a great move and again it's very promising i'm I'm loving it from sony because they've always been stuck in their ways and they're showing that they're willing to bend a little pun intended Uh, i was looking for it thanks uh and then my 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 last like yay sony they're doing it uh stray you got to see we got to see more of this (laughs) this just uh game that i 
you know have as uh, about as much excitement for as i did for bug snacks uh they announced that uh it'll be a part of the premium and deluxe playstation plus tiers uh when it comes out on july 19th so was, was that your big hinter what uh at, at the top we're yes. talking about yes. uh, yeah yeah i figured yeah because you know sure it's not their you know big first party games but i'm still hoping i mean we saw it with playstation plus in general where we would get these occasional like oh this game just came out today it coincides with the fact that like the new playstation plus games are up and it happens to be a part of the the free game library um for the month uh and i think that's you know uh like a nod to what you know xbox is doing it's not the same Mm -hmm. but it's you know a lot of people are excited for this game yeah and so i it just has me excited that they're going to they will probably have day one releases uh on the service um it just won't be you know their day one releases um but i'm totally down with it i'm um you know happy you know for anything really uh so um, that was the other bit of thing you know bit of information that i was really excited for um and has me once again you know faith has been somewhat restored in sony i'll say um but yeah so that's that was like the first uh what half of the event probably uh then we saw uh the Callisto protocol uh which is like a horror um uh uh third person horror game coming out um that looked really interesting i'm really excited to see uh more on that game uh they also uh what there was a new street fighter announced um uh tunic is coming to playstation i was i was really excited for that um they showed a game called season a letter to the future uh indie game that uh if you if you haven't seen it you know go go look at it i think it looks visually i think it looks really cool really neat Mm -hmm. um and i think like the gameplay also looks like it's going to be really interesting um and then they they wrapped it up um with uh big uh final fantasy 16 uh showcase um and and yeah overall i thought i thought it was a really well done event um you seem to be skipping eternites i am you're right eternites which was giving me uh some persona vibes so i'm actually really excited for that i'm just so it's so japanese that it hurts I don't even know how to explain it. I did look at it before we started recording and I don't really know what I was expecting, but the Sony blog, our PlayStation blog said dating sim meets action adventure. Yeah. And it's, yeah, it's like persona. And then all of a sudden it's like gal gun. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think it's as bad as gal gun. <laughs> no, that's an overstatement, but it was like, it's definitely, <laughs> It's, it's def- strange. Yeah, it's definitely it definitely seems very persona esque. Like I think I'm hoping for my sake it'll draw some decent comparisons to Persona. 
Um, so, uh, because, uh, you know, until, who is it? Uh, I can't remember who, who does those games, but until they announce Persona 6, um, which likely won't be for some time, um, might need something to hold me over. And, uh, yeah, this seems, uh, this seems like it might be close, so. But yeah, you're right. It's it's uh you know what they look like they're in they're all like in high school and mm-hmm. it's a uh, yeah it's a uh, yeah dating sim meets action adventure game, um, where choices will affect who you're allowed to fuck in the end game. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm excited for it. That's I, good. I hope I hope when we see more about it, I hope. Uh, it's uh <laughs> i hope it's it you know looks good and uh doesn't make me feel like i'm gonna put on a list if i play it you might you might it's always that possibility with those games but you already played gal gun so I mean... <laughs> so if i'm on a list if I, if, if, if there is a list to be put on i'm already on it it's too late yeah um yeah so that's that's everything that was announced uh i'll let you kind of I kind of just ran through everything. Uh, I don't know if you had like a favorite that you want to uh, dive, you know, on. Um. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm excited about Stray. I've been excited about that game for a while. Um, I did see Season A Letter to the Future. I saw something about that a couple of months ago uh, and agreed oh. that the... Uh, art was just really cool mm-hmm. on it, and uh, it kind of reminded me of like uh, not necessarily the art, but like the overall feeling of it, of like a um, Life is Strange game. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the art, oh man, there was a it's an Apple arcade game. Funny enough, Apple and gaming. Um, you're basically just like fixing shit. Like you have to take stuff apart fix it put it back together it's like one of those mindless like easy puzzle games but the art was very similar and it was very satisfying to play um so i'm, I'm excited about that one yeah. other than that i mean i'm not a final fantasy person so you know i'm glad people are excited about it it's just not for me yeah uh and honestly looking at it i was like wow this is a lot and <laughs> I'm somebody who's played Final Fantasy and I'm 50% through Final Fantasy 2. So, now I wouldn't say I'm an expert on it, but I'm trying. And I was looking at it and I was like, "Oof. I want I really I I can't wait, honestly, for when Final Fantasy 2. I can't wait to see how I get from Final Fantasy 2 where I'm at there to Final Fantasy 16 because somewhere there's going to be a pretty massive change and I can't mm-hmm. tell if I'm really looking forward to it or if I'm kind of dreading it. <laughs> Survey says I'm looking forward to it. Probably. Yeah, definitely. Uh, but yeah, there was a ton going on there. People were turning into beasts and stuff like that. And I was like, what? I was like, wow, somebody's probably like, oh my God, that's that person. You know, because I, I feel like there's always like mm-hmm. a, a, a line that connects all the Final Fantasy games. Maybe not. Again, I don't know. I've only played one and half of two. Um, kind of like Kingdom Hearts, you know. Mm-hmm. But anyway, uh, 
Yeah. Do you have um do you have time for another uh, frustrating Twitter interaction that I saw that involves Stray? Oh god. Sure. I don't know if you follow Annapurna Interactive. Um I don't think I do. On Twitter. Well, they changed their name to Annapurna Intercative. Okay. Like when this event was going on and they posted something and someone tweeted, you spelled interactive wrong. Uh. And everyone was like, they're making a game about a fucking cat. It looks like they've, they have since changed their, you know, like their title name uh-huh. to Anna Purr. Like there's two R's now. And I think there's no yeah, only dub- one. They doubled down. So I, Oh, and it does still say intercative. I, I see that now. Yeah. yeah, I love it. Wow. It's something just like... <laughs> oh, get absolutely fucked. Oh. <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah, no, it's a, it's kind of amazing. They're like becoming one of my favorite publishers very quickly. <laughs> who, um, who was it? Who did Trek to Yomi? Because what did they say? It was like I sent it to you. Like God, this was this was back on episode eighty-five when we lost the best episode ever. Uh, uh-huh. Was that was that Devolver? It was. Yeah. Hang on. What did they say? I will find it now. Hang on. Please. Someone was like, "Truck to Yomi killed my parents." Is that the one? Yeah, something like that. Yeah, Truck to Yomi killed my parents. Excited to play it, though. And then they said, your parents had it coming. <laughs> incredible. <laughs> Just incredible. Some people have really good, uh, you know, people running their social media accounts. And some people are Chick-fil-A. So that's yeah. the, two, mm-hmm. the two that make the list. That's awesome. I, I was going to say, when you were bringing up their, like, name, I was like, oh, like, did they make it purr? Because, like... Sure enough. They did. Intercative. Ah, oh, man. Now I'm they've, even more excited to play this game. Put out tons of games. And uh, for those of you who you know follow tech, uh, the founder is Megan Ellison. And it is the same Ellison as Larry Ellison, who founded Oracle, uh, which I thought was interesting. But they've produced, uh, they, they were founded in 2016. They're a subdivision of Annapurna Pictures, which is um, um, God, a film company. I don't know why I couldn't think of that. They're film production. Uh, but they've produced uh, What Remains of Edith Finch, uh, mm-hmm. Kentucky Route Zero, Donut County, Outer Wilds, and 12 Minutes. That's not all of them. Those are just like the big ones that have mm-hmm. come out recently. Uh, so that's pretty exciting. Yeah, super dope. They've they've had their hands on a lot of stuff. Also, uh, I'm seeing that they announced that they'll have pet accessory merch. <laughs> Amazing. Yeah, look out, Grogu. <laughs> All right, love it. Um, 
Sweet. Anything else? No, I think that was a lot. Yeah. Was, we had a lot to catch up on. This is a good one. Uh, I am so looking forward to next week. Next week is also going to be very, very, very meaty. Uh, as I said, tomorrow, June 9th, if you're listening to it today, um, yeah, Summer Game Fest. Uh, sure, there's going to be plenty to unpack there. Uh, and then June 12th, Xbox and Bethesda um, have their their showcase. So, uh, and I think there's a few other things. Um, trying yeah, to think, I think what was last year. The, uh, I think the Volver like, has something. Yeah, yep. Uh, and uh, Tribeca Game Fest or something like that, um, where I think they have, uh, they, they show off some gameplay and stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, I can actually just pull up Summer Game Fest real quick. Oh my God, the website isn't crashing my computer this year. PC Gaming Show, that's also on the 12th. It says there's going to be... Got Netflix in there, whatever they do. Yeah, that's just shows. Well, I guess it says end game announcements, but... Mm-hmm. Um, PC Gaming Show, it says there's going to be 45 plus never before seen trailers, interviews, and announcements. So maybe that's all three of those things combined. Okay. I just, I just, my expectations really just came back down to earth there. (laughs) Um, And then Capcom has an event on June 13th. I would expect that to be Resident Evil heavy. Um, Yeah. Exciting stuff. Next week is going to be a very fun episode. I really look forward to it. Honestly, I could see this stuff spilling over into like two weeks worth of Mm -hmm. uh, podcasting as we try to just cover it all and not take two hours to do it. So uh well two hours but across two episodes um so yeah uh that does it uh like i said you get one extra week to enter into the uh giveaway so if you haven't done so already uh get your your submissions in go to at ggbg podcast uh on twitter to and look at the pin tweet to see how to get yourself entered in and i'll make a uh tweet about how there's an extension um because we said we would announce it on episode 90 which will be next week uh and then listen to next week uh just to hear if you were one of the lucky winners with that thank you all so much for listening again apologies no episode last week it was very heartbreaking i'm happy we were able to do one this week uh look forward to everything that we're going to be talking about next week uh as always review rate subscribe all those things uh and and just most importantly share it with a particular female in your life or a particular uh sub 